1: It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at hasterrenew.com.
0: Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
2: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: (laughs) You're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs podcast where I speak to bands and musicians about what they've done between making records, between going on tours, the jobs they've had, and the way they've been able to put their art first. I've got New Dista on today's episode. Pilar and Robbie talk to me about their lives in a variety of jobs, getting back to playing shows and a couple of celebrity encounters. The track beneath this is Confess. You can go and buy it on their Bandcamp today. It's released on Sad Club Records, which is an excellent record label in London. And tomorrow we'll have an episode from John Myrtle, whose album Myrtle Soup is also out on Sad Club Records. East London Signature Brew have been brewing beers since 2011 with bands like Mastodon, Sports Team, Hot Chip and a whole bunch of other amazing bands. If you go onto their website, signaturebrew.co.uk you can get some beers delivered directly to your door if you live in the UK and with the voucher code 101 podcast, all capitals you can get 10% off that order. All right, thanks for listening. This is Pilar and Robbie from New Dista. Go well.
3: Cheers. I mean we, we've been very lucky because yeah that last one we recorded it with a friend in his home studio so it was he was kind of like learning and and mm. I mean we like each other's music so it was more a collaboration thing so yeah, yeah it wasn't like much lost to say it uh, in a way it was just more the whole process was was great and recording mm, with the friends. so yes. so tell me about the you know the, the start of the band where where did you meet mm, uh, well we we met um, a while ago i don't know what year exactly but years, and years ago years ago maybe more than mm. six, six years ago yeah, but yeah. while well, in uni we went to different unis, but we had like friends in common and um uh, yeah we just met through friends basically but uh we never got to really make music together until we were out of uni and then i i basically just contacted Robbie and i was like oh i want to um i have all of these songs and i want to develop them because before it was more for me like kind of singer-songwriter just like writing music on my own and not really not really do, doing them with a band so it was just more Ac- very acoustic stuff and i would just maybe play gigs by my own and i really wanted the whole band experience i never really had that in spain it was always me just for my own basically <laughs> so i just yeah i just was probably like oh you want to play guitar with me and let's see how it goes and yeah it was just great did you make that first record in, in Madrid? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that we recorded it with my friend Diego. He's in the Parrots, So it's a band, like a surfy kind of band uh, from mm. from Madrid. Uh, and he has a studio in um, in Madrid, a very, very hot studio, because it was like really warm. There was warm. no
4: air conditioning. <laughs> and it was like the height of summer in Madrid. It was, it was so hot.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. So, Pilar, are you are you from Madrid? Yeah. yes, I'm from Madrid. I just moved to London for university, but I lived all my life in Madrid until I was 18. Yeah. Are there much,
0: you know, differences between because you know this is a, this is obviously a podcast about the kind of jobs you work between making records or touring or or you know just existing and, and continuing moving forward as a as an artist or as a band or whatever yeah. you know your art manifests it to be obviously I'm speaking to a lot of people in the States and a lot of people in England. Yeah. I mean, what's, what, are there any kind of main differences to the way that people make art, you know, from your knowledge, growing up, your friends from Madrid to England, you know? Uh,
3: Yeah. I mean, I guess for me growing up, to be honest, I wasn't really um, surrounded by many people that were doing many creative things Does that make sense i mean it was always i was yeah. a bit of a loner in that sense not a loner but i was on my own making stuff mm. so i didn't really get to know the community of like people making music until i moved to london and then i met them by living in london mm. i met them in london and then i started meeting these people in madrid but when i was growing up it was just very like on my own personal to say it so (laughs) it wasn't like yeah it it was very different um and what i see now of like all of the my friends who make music in madrid um it's just way more affordable and it's, it's in general in in spain like life is not as expensive as living in london so i guess the struggle is different um yeah people live a lot like with their parents or they have like studios in their houses like parents houses and things like that you know so i guess it makes it quite way more affordable in a way um and uh, but I still i still everyone has to have their jobs it's like anything and uh i guess the struggle in spain is that um it's quite niche so either you are in the niche or it's difficult to really yeah make it a bit full-time i guess
0: I mean, is there is there like an indie rock scene or a kind of anything yeah. like that that yeah. you know, kind of see from the outside? Or...
3: Yeah, it's definitely it's grown these years, like um, these last years. Maybe I would say like well, five years ago, I feel like it's it's boomed and like yeah, so many so many new bands, so many people making music, I guess, because it's more affordable now to just record at home and make your own music. And so uh, in Spain, Spanish people have been ad- adopting, the, adopting that um, quite well, I guess. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, they people make, people are making more music now than when I was younger, I would think. When I was younger, it was just like either you get picked up by a huge label <laughs> or or you're no or no one really hears you or you play in a little bar or something which I was doing but and it didn't go beyond that basically um, but um, yeah I guess I don't know yeah there's yeah there's I like guess a, yeah really there is cool yeah now there is like detail, so. a, there's a lot of like indie pop. Like people, they like like simple, yeah, you know. like self-releasing. Yeah, self- no, um, yeah, that's a huge, huge community big... of self-releasing. Yeah, yeah they're, they're kind of finding uh, like successful that. independent artist, I would think. And then there's like the main indie labels that um yeah. they put like indie rock. Surf was big at some point. Now it's less big, but yeah, um, mm. yeah, that would be kind of... Yeah,
4: mm. but they, like, in Madrid, yeah. Uh, Rodrigo and the Tour Jets. Like oh yeah, uniting. true. There's these two bands of our friends, well, Pilar's cousin's band actually. Yeah, and my then, cousins
3: and then my friend And from our friend here. who
4: recorded that EP with us, He he's like combined with their band to like create a live band together which is
3: cool. Ah, yeah. Yeah, there's what lots of for, collaboration. That's where they called The Jets. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like a, a, a small community um, and people know each other. So, I don't know. I've, I've met so many bands through making music or just like online as well. And, and it's like, oh, whenever you're in yeah, Madrid, yeah. let's play together kind of thing. So that's been nice.
0: I mean, what was it like for you, Robbie, growing up? Like, where did you grow up?
4: Devon in the West country so it's a big big mix of stuff there's I don't know there was there was quite a lot of like punk music from like young people (laughs) like weirdly um just not much to do I guess um and then well no lots to do and then there's kind of a bit of influence from Bristol like when you start playing a bit in the small little towns you work your way up and do like a few shows in Bristol um which is cool because you that's like obviously like quite an established thing and that's exciting to do if you're like young and starting out but yeah i don't know we i just kind of my friends just always played instruments so we always just hung out <laughs> and played instruments wow. it was great so
0: cool. <laughs> and you got the cabin in exeter
4: oh yeah true. Actually, yeah i mean i'm so i'm like yeah, I'm kind of near it's a big place Devon. Uh I was I'm like real middle of nowhere out in the sticks. I think that's why also because when you do find people with similar interests like my mum had a friend who had a kid who played guitar, and they just put us together because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, "Oh, this guy plays guitar. This guy plays the guitar. They can hang out." There's not that
0: much going on. I find it so funny how that evolves as you as you kind of go on because I suppose at some point, you know, maybe it's at uni. I mean, did you study music at uni?
4: Uh, no, I studied fine art actually. Um, and
0: was that like studying that? Was there an element of? I mean, obviously, it being art. Did it? Did it? Have the kind of side effect of you know making taking music a bit more seriously or writing songs a bit more seriously
4: uh no not not really um i kind of again it was like this great thing of i was able to find other people who who played uh, like played drums or played bass or played guitar and we could just like mm. we could just hang out and do that outside of uni you know so that was like again like the same yeah. thing of like you're, you're in the same place for various reasons and then we could just go back to mine and, like, have a jam. But we never really did anything serious. I didn't... Throughout the whole of uni, I didn't really... I was just playing a bit of guitar occasionally and then a uh, uh, couple... Yeah, and then just... You end up making connections with people. Like, so a friend of mine now, uh, they were staying with us for, like, six months on our sofa and we, like, played a little bit of music and then, like... Four years later, we're still like doing bits and bobs, and because we both stuck around in London, so yeah, it was it has it's never really been like the focus, but like just a really great way of
3: yeah helping. Uh, help
4: yeah, him just <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like saying this now, I feel so lucky. Like this is great. I haven't thought about <laughs> it. Like this.
3: I
0: mean, it's such a funny thing because you know you get someone like myself or anyone else listening to nudista. New Di- New And uh, is it nudista or nudista? I actually realized I Uh, haven't said that out loud. Well, in
3: Spanish it's nudista, but in English you can say nudista, I guess. Nudista.
0: Nudista, yeah. You know, you'll have someone listen to the record and, you know, that will make that person's morning. You know, that, that really kind of affects someone's day. You know, it's like a wonderful, you know, piece of entertainment. It becomes part of you, you know, when you like a song. And I always find that so fascinating that on the other side, to make that music, you might not necessarily... Be taking it as seriously as someone might think you are, you know. Mm. And I wonder if that's like part of part of the fun, part of that kind of that you know looseness, I suppose. Maybe.
4: Yeah, definitely. I think it's like what's great about Ludister is it's kind of emerged out of just like a really casual beginnings, you know, yeah. like over a long period of time. Mm. And like all of a sudden, we have a band mm. now. We never had a band, and so we have yeah. a band.
3: <laughs> like, a full, like yeah. a
4: full band we've got like keys and synth and drums and bass and it's great yeah and it's always been it's always been done through like really nice friendly connections like the last recording we did was through the um what was that mix tape oh
3: diysos so we did like um um mixtape thing well it was um yeah it was a mixtape isn't it yeah, uh, yeah the yeah. on band camp that a friend organized that was to raise funds for uh, sister midnight records in south london because so, during the pandemic and all this so it was just a few bands that we just gave some tracks and we actually gave a, a demo of confess um and we're like oh we're just i just finished I actually finished like writing that song and we just mm. decided to do a little demo of it. And we put it in the yeah, in the mixtape thing. And then through this we met Joe, which ended up recording Confess, the actual song in the studio and many other Brilliant. songs. And it was yeah, it was and all online. I mean we we met through this thing, we didn't really know each other and then we ended up being really good friends and yeah, it was mm. it's just been everything so so organic like yeah, really, super like, organic, yeah organic. Not, like it's not like oh we haven't yeah really looked it looks for it, for it you say it. like Hunt yeah hunting it, around, hunted it right. around you know it's like yeah it's been yeah. very yeah. very nice and organic in that sense of like people re- people reaching out and just like yeah making connections with mm. people and and just wanting to collaborate because i think that's a bit the nature of nordista yeah it's very yeah
4: very collaborative
3: yeah it's very collaborative in the end it was like it's never been like, oh, I write songs and then, but, you know, it's been, yeah, now we write music together, yeah, now we ro- yeah. write stuff together, so.
4: Very open yeah. to like, like when we were recording, we were like, if anyone's got any ideas, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just whack it on, you know, it's very open,
0: so. Yeah. Let no, this be that... a notice for anyone who wants to maybe get in touch with you to, oh, to yeah. get in touch. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely
3: yeah. I mean everyone is so talented I just everyone, love it's <laughs> amazing it's great it's true <laughs> it is true yeah. uh, it's just great to let people do what they like isn't it mm. um so
0: and and London's obviously a massive city but in, in a way musically it, it can seem really really small I mean you talk about Sister Midnight I live on Deptford High Street and so they were just up the road here oh, nice. and they're moving to Lewisham are they yeah, yeah,
3: in a bigger space. Amazing new
0: space. Yeah, I think they're racing now. No, they've got it, I
3: think. No, yeah, but they they're still like racing more funds to be able to oh, get yeah. it and stuff.
4: Yeah. 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 Fun racing. But they've like secured it. I yeah, feel like
3: now might
0: be a like a good time to for people to kind of try and suss out venues because DIY space for London obviously does isn't there anymore. Oh yeah. And mm. you know, you get you get a few pubs scattered around where you can put on a night for you know without paying an extortionate fee. But, you know, th- those kinds of things, we need to really get behind, don't we?
3: Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. It's so important, these spaces. And it's something that I loved when I came to London. I remember like when I first found out about DIY space, I was like, oh, I need to get involved in this. Uh, such a great hmm. space and just everything behind it. And then Sister Midnight, loved it. Robbie actually lived in front of it as well. Um and so it was just a pretty oh, convenient place. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
4: It's so awesome. Great.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, it's such a great, like, the basement. And it was, like, everyone cr- cramped there in bands. It's just great. It's just, like, yeah, whenever you were there, you got that DIY feeling, which, yeah, mm. I guess. You're, you're making it happen for yourself. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially in the DIY, yeah. Like, just as an independent artist or making stuff for you, just...
4: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's great because it's, like, obviously... We, we have, like, limited knowledge on, on promoting stuff, obviously, which is why it's so good that Sad Club uh, is involved in this EP because Tulula is also doing it, you know, like, she's got a huge amount of knowledge, but also yeah. also someone who's doing DIY, you know, but for, like, uh, putting records out and, like, kind of yeah, signing bands on her own. like So that's, like, yeah. another great DIY project, but, like, helping us. I don't know. It's like a, it's yeah. a very collaborative thing. Yeah, the no,
3: it's the perfect, the perfect label to have behind. Yeah. And, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because great. it just just goes totally. with the um, But And,
0: yeah. and that could be such a strong thing because when, you you know, when you're doing it for you and your, you and your group of friends, you know, people, you know, you're doing it for the love of it. But you're also making something that's that's real, you know, something really tangible. And I love that. Mm. yeah i mean in terms of you know making nudista go round, i mean what jobs are you, are you both working at the moment
3: well we we both have full-time jobs so it's like um my my full-time job might be more intense than robbie's i mean it's not that it's not like yours is not intense
4: <laughs> my job can be
3: intense <laughs> no it is it is <laughs> i mean mine is just like very intense every day but i basically work at dice is um the ticketing app thing oh yeah yeah. yeah. So um yeah, it's just like full full job. I just um work with promoters basically. Um just for Spain mainly, uh replying to their emails, um just kind of customer service for promoters basically to put in a way. <laughs> so oh wow
0: so 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 the shows that are happening in in spain are you the you're the contact for a lot of
3: things yeah yeah for many promoters in spain because obviously i speak spanish um then i speak spanish Mm. to them uh also for the uk but um yeah that was like my main yeah my main contribution i guess um so yeah it's yeah it's been great i mean in the end it's like i have i i'm working with people who love music as well and um it's just yeah great great environment um that's uh yeah that's a plus for me because it's just totally yeah get to get to see all of these, um like know all of these bands because i just see the listing so already like knowledgeable about all of the new projects that are around so that's great yeah
0: yeah Yeah. And is it interesting to see how that kind of, that promoter world works, that ticketing world works? Oh, definitely. Yeah,
3: Yeah, definitely. I think I have way more insight on the industry uh, because of that. Just working in this side of it, I kind of know, yeah, what's the deal with promoters, basically. I know it all. (laughs) Not all, but... (laughs) I know that that's place.
0: good when someone when someone tries to rip you off later you'll know you'll know to shout them down <laughs>
3: exactly <laughs> i know what's going on i know yeah. everything
0: <laughs> Don't yeah. mess up with that. what about you robbie uh
4: so i'm a, a receptionist for ucl uh, ucl building university
0: and did you go there did you go to ucl no
4: no i didn't <laughs> um i i got it like a job interview from a friend who went there and then got a job and they were looking for someone to do some part-time admin well receptionist role and then hmm. uh I got it like again like super casual, but it's become like a thing and I've been there for like years now, but it's great basically because it's
3: finished
4: it's you know, basically no well and yeah there was, I was like a year out, yeah I did a lot of Brilliant. awful awful jobs before that. Um,
3: What's well, same? <laughs> this is like you're talking about a moment that we both have We've, a stable full time job. Yeah, jobs. I mean, it is amazing.
4: A stable job is, it is amazing. I hate yeah. to admit it, but the nine to five
0: is uh, <laughs> useful. <laughs> well, this is the place to talk about awful, awful jobs. I mean, mm-hmm. what is there like? Uh, uh, any particular stories that really stand out about the awful jobs in the past?
3: Oh, Robbie has fun ones. Um,
4: <laughs> I've, so I've worked on the for like very early production lines of Huel. You know Huel, the drink? Yeah, protein? yeah.
0: you see a lot of the t-shirts around don't Yeah, you? <laughs> Yeah,
4: so I think I was there in the factory for the first year it was getting made. And that was, I mean, a, uh, just a crazy job being on the production line for that because you're just, it's like eight hours a day, just lifting, just lifting sacks into electronic sieving machines wow. and, then, and then packaging things up. And obviously, Huel was an instant hit. So the orders <laughs> went up like every week and we had these insane quotes to, to try and reach. Um,
3: with a tiny factory. With a tiny factory. Yeah,
4: yeah, in this tiny little factory warehouse in, in Devon somewhere. and
0: uh, in, It's in Devon. I didn't know yeah that. I
4: think I, they must have moved now because I can't believe that that place is producing the amount of fuel that is out there because <laughs> it, it was tiny
0: but,
4: but I think uh, they've, they've definitely upgraded but it was originally yeah it was it was this little warehouse space um,
0: that's so funny yeah. I mean when you when you started working there it was was it a, it was a sort of a pretty new thing was it
4: yeah it was it was yeah yeah because I was with this agency that there, there isn't there isn't a lot of I couldn't get very much work in the west country um I seemed I got I had mm. two different factory jobs um
3: oh, the books so, yeah I
4: was doing school books as well but so we we <laughs> got, <laughs> that was weird because that was 4 a.m. no 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, for wow. like four days a week uh that was nuts <laughs> I lost my mind in that place yeah no Hugh was it was it, they told us when we walked in they were like this is a new whole new Whole new thing that no one really knows about um it's like you can replace your food with it and blah 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 and then like next thing i know like two years later when i moved back to london it's everywhere so,
0: <laughs> so you moved away from london for a couple of years uh
4: yeah after after uni because I, I didn't have my student loan so i had to move back to my parents house and uh get some cash. oh
0: i see i got you I got um you. and then yeah, came yeah. back when well, i
4: got like another temporary job at an art fair um which oh, was like we, enough. We worked together. Was yeah. it the same year? No, you oh. and me did this yeah, and then Pilar yeah, so I did this, this art fair thing. That kind of movie back into London got my rent. And then Pilar we did the same thing the next year. Yeah. I so got I was... Pilar a job
3: there. <laughs> yeah. Rob <Robert> got <laughs> me the job in the art fair. Distributing <laughs> of the art fair. Well what, what were you doing at the art fair? Oh, uh, what I, I was doing mainly I was in the entrance giving away maps of the artwork <laughs> and and being nice. like information points uh that was uh was it was so much it was like how many hours were the shifts they were crazy they were oh, like was eight a.m to like yeah. seven or eight sometimes it changed. wow yeah um and I was mainly standing up in the entrance I think you were a runner no you mm. were like I was a runner, yeah, yeah really. you were bringing magazines from one point
4: yeah
3: and those things are mad Oh, yeah. Oh, they're crazy. they yeah. crazy. No, no, no. And then you get, what was it, like one hour break or less? It wasn't that. Oh, long. yeah. It was
4: nothing. Yeah. Like
3: big shit. Maybe like sure. 10 minutes breaks here and there. But yeah, no, at some point I was so tired. And then, because there were like different teams. And then they had us like four Mm. people standing up all day. And then there was another team in the book stand or something like that, sitting down all day. And then here here I was, I was like, I can't believe I'm standing up all day and other people are sitting down all day. (laughs) And then I kind of managed to to rotate a little bit. And so I I managed to sit down a little bit as well.
0: It's like those, I mean, those places are funny because cause someone could not sell anything for like a whole day and then make like grands in a oh. in a oh, few minutes. Exactly. I
4: mean this this is like this is the big one. This is like yeah. big it's, money, like huge. Oh, it's a names.
3: massive er, yeah, yeah, it's first London, which is uh, massive in 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 Regents Park. It is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um,
4: so you see, like crazy wealth. Yeah,
3: you know. it's like. Yeah, every gallery, yeah. in the world. Wow. I mean no every gallery, obviously that would be a bit crazy. But all of the big big galleries. Yeah, 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 and yeah, men- yeah, and well. you see all of this mental like work being transported. Oh, I saw Rihanna actually. <laughs> she said hi to me. No. <laughs> yes. I tell <laughs> to everyone. So proud oh that. yeah, I'm so proud. Well, this is one of the good things about being in the entrance and standing all day that at least i have to say i had a good one because i saw the famous people they put me on the like side entrance where the vips would come in and she had like a private preview obviously she wouldn't come with all the people and then she came through that door and i was so shocked i was like oh my god (laughs) this is rihanna
0: What's your tendency to do? You know, if you meet like someone, someone famous, is your tendency to to like chat with them and start try and start a conversation? Well,
3: it was like every gallery person was like next to her, like "Oh, come here, come here!" So you couldn't yeah. really talk to her, but I literally, st- started staring at her, like "Oh my god!" And then she looked at me and she waved. <laughs> I guess because I was just staring like a freak. <laughs> I mean, it's shocking. So I have funny. to say, I'd never seen her that close. <laughs> oh yeah. She's so cool. She's so um cool. yeah. So basically I couldn't talk to her. I wish I wish I did. But um I mean the people in the fair, they saw us like standing down a little bit and then they would come to us like you cannot sit no standing up, sitting down and then they would come like don't sit down. So they wouldn't really allow us to talk to them, you know. So
4: I did I did meet someone really famous once who I I met Thurston Moore once in this pub that I was working at. And, um, uh, I went like, he came in and then it was just me. And then (laughs) I walked up to him and was like, has anyone ever told you you look exactly like Thurston Moore, like identical? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, yeah, man, that's me. Uh... And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And then I didn't know what to say, so. I like
3: just oh, yeah. didn't expect
4: him to, to be in that loving Canada. No, <laughs> not at all. So I'm no good. With
0: that. He's chatty, from from what I know.
4: Oh yeah, he, yeah. He was lovely. He was really nice. I just, I, I just didn't have any. I couldn't think of anything to
0: say. Yeah. So what, <laughs> yeah. <you> say? <laughs> That's it. what What can you say? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, back,
3: uh, one of my jobs, I think I've been, I've been in random jobs that I've, I've encountered uh, all these famous people, but once. So I was working also during this first thing i was also working as a check-in person for airbnb flats it was like an agency that had like flats that rented for short-term stuff and i was basically mm. a person who would go to the place and give keys so i would come to the door mm. and give you the keys show you around the place and and leave basically yeah, yeah. i mean i didn't know anything about the places until i arrived there so i would just give you a keys and then be like here's the toilet whatever <laughs> anyway but for some reason there was like a few famous people coming through this agency uh and i've met once the one of the pussycat dolls what? did you? Hear? <laughs> yeah and i talked a lot to her <laughs> amazing i don't remember what That's her name amazing. was which one i don't know they were like seven isn't yeah, it i mean there's quite them? a lot of them so i don't know it was mm. One of them, basically. But how just did you ch- know?
4: Did she say I'm a? Pussy yeah, cat. she said
3: it to me because I was like, "Oh, what do you do?" then she was like, "Oh, I, I'm between London and LA all the time." Blah, blah blah. And we were just chatting, and then she was like, "Oh, I'm a musician and um and a presenter, TV presenter." I think she said. And I was like, "Oh, nice." Uh, what's your music? She was like, "Oh, I was in a band called Pussycat <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I listened to your music so much growing <laughs> up." <laughs>
0: I often think walking down like in, in Soho and in central London, I think like, you know, it's so easy to look up at the skyline or, you know, probably more often actually look down at the ground. I often wonder, you know, if you looked up and looked in people's faces, how many people you'd see. I mean, I met Alan Carr oh, wow. recently and he oh, was great. so chatty. Oh, wow. Really
3: lovely. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously,
3: obviously it's chatty, no?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: I,
0: yeah.
4: I, it's not, it's not a TV personality then. It's,
0: uh, it's legit. No. i tell you what, Stephen Fry as well. Stephen Fry was at Soho Radio before before we moved moved Studios. And he was just walking out, and I just couldn't help myself but to like try and do small talk with him because no one else was around. And he was kind of walking through the foyer bit. And I was like, Stephen, my name's Giles. (laughs) I was like, what are you up to? I was like, where are you going? But he was he was very nice. He held he held the conversation. You gotta appreciate when that happens. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's sweet. That's yeah. Nice. I saw him going for a jog once actually in reading his book.
0: Like where you live does really kind of have an effect on um you know, well you know, the art you're making.
3: This house is uh yeah, it's like a little cottage, so it definitely inspires us <laughs> to and the area I guess it's just so chill around. Very calm, so yeah. keeps us in a in a good mood. Yeah. And uh, yeah. We,
4: we like all of our like I can cycle to work from here, and like when you when your office opens up again, you can walk down to the yeah,
3: office. Yeah, exactly. I so walk there. That
4: is a bonus. Yes. Like so, I, yeah. I was in South. For, I was in Deptford for like two years. That was yeah. great. I love Deptford. Yeah, uh, but I was just
0: yeah, it's great, isn't
4: it? It was a, It was just a long commute for me, and I I didn't want to like give in. To yeah. the I didn't want to admit that I <laughs> that maybe I should consider moving close to my job because I don't want my job to control where I live. But it's worked out great. And I yeah. really like
0: North yeah.
4: Um I think it's great. There's a lot of, um, uh, yeah, we have a lot of friends around here. Well, yeah, we have some friends around here. And
3: yeah, many people live around. Studios. It's still great connected to the South. Yeah. The Overground takes you to mm. the South super quick. So, yeah, it's still great. Most of our gigs are also in like Dallas and Shirley. So good for gigs as well that's good
0: (laughs) good for carrying amps down when the when the time comes
3: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: (laughs) I love that about London bands that you know so often I was gonna say in the early days of being in a band but I wonder if it ever ends if you're playing you know in London and you live in London to be taking amps on the train on the tube or on buses it's just you know what else are you gonna do
3: yeah I mean exactly and you're always so worried like okay I'm Carrying all of this very oh, yeah. expensive equipment around. Well, it's, not, it's
4: probably not even that worth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stealing it, but it's like, yeah, it's my right. only guitar, you know? If that goes. Well, I'm
3: <laughs> precious about my guitar, so I don't yeah. want it stolen. I got one guitar stolen, and I don't want another one. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. Oh, What's but, the story of that? It was traumatizing. Uh, I don't know. If it was such a beautiful guitar. It for. was a beautiful guild guitar. Yeah. Oh, like, so beautiful it was like my first like good guitar um and just traveling i i was with with my brother and then um i let him carry it or i don't know i was like with the suitcases and then he was like carrying the guitar and then he just forgot it (laughs) outside the car And then obviously I was like I was freaking out because the guitar wasn't in the car, and then we went back to the airport, and obviously it wasn't there. I mean, fair enough. Someone yeah. is happy with my guitar in Spain.
4: Yeah. It's not. It's not even like a, a dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it's not story, even. Yeah, it's not.
3: I was. I was for, for yeah. my brother. I mean, I don't. I don't resent him <laughs> at, at all. Yeah, you do. I'm um, you know, now no, I don't good. remember you. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, at the time strong. I was like, where is my guitar? Where is my guitar? And yeah, it was, yeah, it was very sad. Course. I was like, yeah, I'm 18. Yeah. But oh well, it's oh, well. fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, these things happen.
0: Yeah, these things totally do happen. I mean, I, I just saw you played the Shacklewell Arms the other night. How, how was that getting back to it?
3: Oh, so about. nice. Yeah. yeah it was nice yeah playing live I was, again
4: i was pretty nervous before going on because i don't know yeah
3: it's, yeah i mean it's been months
4: it's been months
3: last and... last gig we did it was mm. only robbie and me it was acoustics it wasn't even like a full band gig at all mm. so um yeah it was a bit nerve-wracking yeah, but, but it was
4: it was really really nice evening oh it uh, felt yeah we supported uh john Myrtle, who was really good
3: yeah, it's um, a yeah. club as well. Really nice. Um, it's just the whole environment was Amazing. lovely. I everyone think was everyone mostly. was just really
4: happy to be out yeah. and like drinking on a Monday. is great.
0: <laughs> and uh, school night is uh, always fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: great start of the week. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, it was so, really, it was yeah. really nice.
4: Yeah, it, it was like it was nice playing. It was the first time we played with our like band.
3: Yeah, yeah, like full full five-piece band I, before. And they're
4: amazing. Wow. Shit. Oh,
3: yeah. Everyone is so, so, so talented. And it's just, they just make make the set. We, yeah, so we, 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 we don't add anything, is it? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're supporting yeah. them. Now, We're
3: yeah. supporting <laughs> them. I was going to ask, how
0: does it work with the band? You know, it's, you, you they're friends, obviously, and people you have fun playing with. Yeah. And it, you know, we, we started off the conversation kind of talking about it. Um but is is it just the kind of thing that kind of it's just been rolling and you've kind of been meeting and pe- people, you know, people have been kind of joining the live setup yeah. as it comes. Yeah, it's been much. it's
3: been like that. So at the beginning, early, early days, it was, so it was so it's always been like Robbie and me, like writing, making it and, and then getting the full like the live band uh, to play live. Um but mm. at the beginning we had my friend Adrian. That uh, he, I met him through like putting gigs in London and then he was in various bands. Well, he was in like thousands of bands yeah. uh, because he was he, just amazing. Well, yeah, he, is he was, he's an amazing, amazing, amazing just, jazz drummer. just drummer. Mm-hmm. He went to Guildhall, so uh, he was like, everyone wanted him as a drummer. <laughs> and, but he's just the sweetest. Wow. Uh, and just from the first time I met him, we, we just became really good friends. And he was like, Oh, yeah, we'd love to play with you when early days starting everything and then sadly um he left to sweden because he couldn't afford to stay in london anymore um and now he's mm. just doing great stuff i think he's doing like a like a opera thing no opera like a theater
4: really? yeah yeah he's oh, wow. doing
3: like live music for like a theater and stuff pretty cool yeah, yeah.
4: he's gonna go for
3: but yeah oh, so yeah. when he left then um who played bass then? Or you? Alberto. Oh you Alberto. Oh yeah Alberto. Yeah. So Alberto our current our current current bassist. He was he just came to London, like from Madrid, like yeah, like me basically. He just came to work here. And I didn't know him, but my friend Rodrigo, who, who is the one who recorded us in Madrid as well. He also has a band and he makes music. Um, He was like, oh, you should meet my friend Alberto. He's so nice. I'm sure he will love to play with you because my friend Rodrigo was in Madrid. And that's through him. I met him. We met. We, yeah, we became really good friends as well. He started playing with us. And then Kieran, our drummer, he worked with me, actually, at DICE. He doesn't doesn't anymore, but he's also a musician. And he plays in other various bands. And he also wanted to join. Well, no, and we then... we
4: needed to get a band together for recording. Oh, for recording, we didn't have one, so we asked Kieran if he wanted to play drums for us. Yeah. And he was into it. Yeah, of course. Alberto was into it, so we had to kind they, of like formed yeah. a band for because we did live recording, and then uh, yeah, we like we didn't even think about gigs. And then yeah. at some point we had to do a gig, and we asked them. <laughs> and they were like yeah of course
3: and started like little by little yeah. i'm like can you do this date and this you you know? and, say, then, and then yeah, they're just great yes, yes, and the can. last audition is eugene which we met through alberto because she's alberto's girlfriend and met her like just a couple of weeks ago oh, yeah. and she's so amazing she she's just an amazing pianist and and yeah she's never playing a band or anything and i was like do you want to play with us i mean i would <laughs> love you to play with us and she was so excited. She was like, oh, I've always wanted to play in a band. Definitely. <laughs> so now that's so good. Tries. That
0: sounds like so much fun. Yeah.
3: yeah it's just it been like people here and coming like that. Yeah. Amazing. And just great, Amazing. great people. Just everyone is so great. Brilliant. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I can't wait to see you. I can't wait. I mean, just finally, what's the... Have you got any plans for maybe a, like a full length? Is that something that's kind of on the horizon? Uh,
4: we're going to do another... After we put this, the last thing we've recorded it's an EP after we put that out we're going to try and if it goes well (laughs) we're going to try and write another EP well we've got songs we've already
3: had we've got this we've got well
4: like build an EP out of out of the various bits of material we have
3: yeah so we have an EP coming out soon so that's already closed and recorded very excited to put out and then yeah we just have so much music we'll put yeah another EP or a full album eventually Great. we'll see but yeah no I mean we're definitely not non-stopping <laughs> writing and making music well thank you so much oh thank you thank you for yeah, having sure. us
0: so that was Pilar and Robbie here on 101 part-time jobs thank you Sad Club Records tomorrow we'll have an episode from John Myrtle here's Cox Barrow I've been working all day for me on the side running around like a blue-ass fly This is a Mighty Moon Media Podcast.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?